Hey, hey, y'all. It's Tiny Soul number nine. Color me smart. Here's a question that came to mind the other day when I was trying to decide what I was going to do my tiny sewed on, and that is, where did colors get their names from? So I did a little bit of research, and it seems like many of the words that we use these days all borrow parts of their words from other languages, and the colors are no different. And it seems that most of the languages kind of went on the same chromatic pattern as far as which colors they named first. And in about all the languages, black and white were predominantly the first colors that were named. And then they were followed by other primary colors. So let's start with black. Black comes from words in different languages that refer to burning and black ink. And it started as bleg, B-H-L-E-G, and that meant something burning. And this evolved into blackes in early Germanic, and then blacken in Dutch, and then blick in Old English, and then eventually black as we know it today. White started as quintos with a K at the beginning of it, and it either meant the color white or just something that was bright. And the early Germanic for that was quits, and then wit in Dutch, and then, of course, white as we know it today. Red started as reud, spelled R-E-U-D-H, and it meant something that was ruddy or red, and that evolved into rauhaz, R-A-U-H-A-Z, and then rauder in Old Norse, and then just rod, R-O-D, in Old Saxon, and then Old English, it was written red. <laughs> R-E-A-D, written red. That's a weird thing to say, isn't it? Green started as cre, uh, G-H-R-E, and then green, G-R-E-N-E, then grain in Old Norse, and then it was grown in Dutch, and then green again in Old English. Yellow is an interesting one because thousands of years ago, yellow was widely associated with green. So you would get kind of a mishmash of words because gel, G-H-E-L, used to mean yellow and green. And then early Germanic had it into gelwaz, G-E-L-W-A-Z, maybe that's spelled yelwaz. And that became gur in Old Norse. And that evolved into jelo, G-E-L-O. And then jiulu, G-E-O-L-U, and then Jeolu, G-E-O-L-W-E, in Old English, and then yellow. Blue began in early Germanic as Blauez, B-L-A-E-W-A-Z, and in Old English, it was Blah. But this one was ultimately borrowed from France's Bleu, B-L-E-U, and Blue, B-L-E-W. Brown is one of the younger colors to be named. Its early Germanic was pronounced brunaz or bruna, B-R-U-N-O-Z, and in Old English it had become brun or brun. And the first sample of the word brown ever being written comes to us from around 1000 A.D. Purple came to us as a word in the 9th century in Old English as 
aspurpur, which stems from the Latin word purpura. Orange comes from the Sanskrit word for the fruit naranga. You heard me right. The color was named for the fruit, not the other way around. And then the Persian and Arabic languages changed that to naranj, and the Old French made it pomme d'orange. And the first writing of it as a color came to us in 1512. Up until then, people who spoke English would say jello red or yellow red. Pink didn't come to us as a word until 1733, and it meant a pale rose color. And here are two less popular colors. Puce means flea in French, because fleas are often that brownish, purplish, red color. So, puce. And finally, Alice Blue is named so for Teddy Roosevelt's daughter, Alice, who had grayish-blue eyes. And it became one of the colors on the U.S. Navy insignia. Because as we know from episode two of Scattered Curiosities entitled Emperors, Robber Barons, Cowboys, and Indians, that Theodore Roosevelt used to be the Assistant Secretary of the Navy. Now there's a lot more colors out there, folks, and I'm sure that there's a lot of great stories behind them. So if you find any, be sure to share them with the rest of us, will ya? And I would apologize for such a tiny, tiny so this week, but... That is kind of the point of a tiny sode, and I have been making them longer lately, and the long episodes shorter, and I want to try to get back on balance here. But don't worry, because next week will be another one of our full-length scattered curiosity episodes about the invention of the telescope titled Scope This Out. As always, if you like the show, Please, do the right thing and give us a rating or review or even share an episode with a friend of yours through whatever podcast platform you believe to be the best. It 100% helps me put out more content and gives the show a wider exposure. We'll see you next week. us keep the curiosities coming please rate us on itunes soundcloud or your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to visit scatteredcuriosities.com for exclusive free downloads and to donate to the show